Hello, it's Mike McDivitt, interim pastor of the New Hope Baptist Church. Today we're going to be turning to Psalm chapter 78, and the subject matter is limiting God's power in our life. Limiting God's power in our life. Psalm chapter 78, and we're going to start with verse 37, if you would, then we'll have a word of prayer. And it says, For their heart was not right with him, neither were they steadfast in his covenant. But he, being full of compassion, forgave their iniquity, and destroyed them not. Yea, many a time turned he his anger away, and did not stir up all his wrath. For he remembered that they were but flesh, a wind that passeth away, and cometh not again. How oft did they provoke him in the wilderness, and grieve him in the desert? Yea, they turned back and tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day you've given us, Lord. And I pray, dear Father, that you will just help us as we read through your word, Lord, to just glean something today and show us with your word what you would have for each one of us, Lord. Uh, despite the, the clay lips of this preacher, Lord, that you would just touch our hearts through your word. And I ask these things in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Limiting God's power in our life. And here we talk about the psalmist here. And the psalmist is, uh, is, is, is really rehearsing what Israel had done, where they had turned away from God many times. And God remembered that they were just flesh. But the last few words, they limited the Holy One of Israel. Do you think they could stop God from doing something? No. But through their lack of faith and through their actions, they limited the power of God with uh, that, that was working through them. Remember, he gives us free will to get saved, but also when you're saved, to live for him. And although that makes for a miserable Christian, somebody that's saved and not living for him, he does allow you the choice. And you limit the power of God in your life. Say, so why isn't God working in my life? Well, it just might be us. Israel at that time was really a, a good picture of a Christian. I'll be honest with you, they, they kind of turned away from him, then they got right, then they turned away from him, and they got right. Doesn't that sound like a lot of Christians today? Yeah, I think it does. Shouldn't be, but I think it does. But God remembered they were flesh. But they limited God's power in your life. Are we limiting God's power in our life? I submit to you since... It says in the Bible that if his people are called by his name, will humble themselves and get right with him, that he would heal their nation. And our nation isn't being healed. I submit to you that the Christians within our country, that's who will heal our nation if we get right. I'm not talking about the rest of them that aren't saved. That if we get right, he'll heal our nation. I submit to you that we, as a Christian people in America, are limiting the Holy One, God himself, to work within our country like he could. We don't really have to look at the politicians. 
hey, we do our due diligence, we do our homework, we vote, we do what we can, etc., etc. Sure we do. We need to. We don't bury our head in the sand and pretend like it's not there. But at the same time, God's still in charge. And we could have a revival in this country if we would not limit the power of God's work in this country. If we would just get right. Don't you think? I think so. I think so. So, our actions, or lack thereof, limit the power of God's work in our lives, in our country, in our families. What are some other things that limits God's power within our lives? Let's look at Luke chapter 14, if you would. Let's go back to the New Testament. Luke chapter 14. And we're going to look in verse 7 through 11. Luke 14. Starting here in verse 7, it says, And he put forth a parable. This is Jesus going to put forth a parable. To those who were bidden. And he marked how they chose out the chief rooms, saying unto them, When thou art bidden of any man to a wedding, sit not down in the highest room, lest more honorable man than thou biddest of him. And he that bade thee him come and say to thee, Give this man place, and thou begin with shame to take the lower room, lowest room. And when thou art bidden to go to sit down in the lowest room, and when he had bade thee cometh, he may say unto thee, Friend, go up higher. Then thou shalt have, wor have worship in the presence of them that sit in the meat with thee. For whosoever exalteth himself shall be abased, and he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. I tell you what, God will exalt you, but he can't use a proud man. I submit to you, pride limits God's power in your life. At this time, they had the, when they would have a wedding or doing of some sort. They had places to sit for the more honorable and the less honorable. And he's telling them instead of just going ahead and sitting down in the top uh, space, whatever that would be, that that the more honorable people would sit, and then be told to have to go down to the lower one. Why don't you go sit and humble yourself in the lower one, and you'll be exalted. And he's telling them that if you're a humble person, God will exalt you. If you're a proud person, God will humble you. That's the truth. God will honor us when we humble ourselves. He really will. There's an old saying that there was a preacher that, that uh, went up all cocky and everything to preach and he didn't do very well and came back down sitting beside another older pastor all humbled and humiliated and the pastor said if you would have went up like you came down you would have came down like you went up and that's true we need to be a humble person God cannot use a proud man I believe that limits God's work in our life really does. Our actions, our lack of actions, our pride 
Let's look in Numbers chapter 13. Go back to the Old Testament again in Numbers. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers. Numbers chapter 13. And we're going to look in verse 26. And it says, When they came to Moses and Aaron and, and all the congregation of Israel, in the wilderness of Paran and Kadesh, and brought back word unto them, unto all the congregation, and showed them the fruit of the land. And they told him and said, We came into the land, whether thou sentest us, and surely it floweth milk and honey. And this is the fruit of it. Nevertheless, the people be strong dwell in the land, and the cities are walled and very great. Moreover, we saw the children of Anak there, and the Amalekites, dwell in the land of the south, and the Hittites, and the Jebusites, and the Amorites dwell in the mountains, and the Canaanites dwell by the sea, and by the coast of Jordan. And Caleb stilled the people before Moses, and said, Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are able to overcome it. But the men that went up with him said, We be not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. Now there's a lot of verses to this. We're not going to get into all of that. But they ended up following the naysayers and not going up to conquer the land that God really had given them. He did. He gave them the land. In Joshua 2, 1, it talks, and then we go to 2, 23-24, basically it's talking about the people of that land, that their hearts were melted. They were they were afraid of the Israel just before they even came there. God had prepared the place that they were going to um, take back for their country that God had given them, and God had God had prepared it by having the people's hearts melt, and they could have walked right through there, but they didn't. A lack of faith limits God's power in our life. And he ended up really spending 40 years in the wilderness when they could have been in the land 40 years previous to this. Isn't that something? The lack of faith limits God's power in our life. What is faith? What is faith? You know, there, there's a, a little girl, Dr. Cummins Church in Maslin, Ohio, that said, when he asked that question, she said to believe God. You know, and there's that verse in the Bible, whatsoever is not of faith is sin. Whatsoever they don't believe God is sin. If they would have just believed God, they'd given them the land like he did, like he he promised them then they would have walked right through there but their lack of faith limited his work within their country and prolonged their stay uh, in the wilderness and all those people all those people uh, that were adults had to die before they got to go in so what we do and what we don't do limits God's work in our life. Our pride limits God's work in our life.
the lack of faith in our lives limits God's power in our life. Let's look back here in the book of Judges. Back here in the book of Judges, if you would. And we're going to look in uh, chapter 13. Judges, chapter 13. In verse starting here, verse 24 and 25. 13, 24 and 25. And it says, And a woman bare a son and called his name Samson. And the child grew, and the Lord blessed him. And the Spirit of the Lord began to move on him at times in the camp of Dan between Zorah and Estel. This was a man that God was working with even as a child. And God was prepared to use this, this boy. He really was. Looking in chapter 16 now. Moving along. Chapter 16, verse starting here in verse 19. It says, Now this is Samson when he meets Delilah. If you remember that story. And it says, And she made him to sleep upon her knees and called for a man that he could shave off the locks of his head. This was a sign that he was this um, promised to God. He wouldn't do that. He, his his uh, his mission was to defeat the Philistines, and and so when they cut his hair off, that wasn't really the hair gave him strength. It was God's power, and that being his promise to God that he was going to fulfill that. And when that was cut off, and he he told her that, what happened? Verse twenty says, and she said the Philistines be upon thee Samson and he awoke out of his sleep and said I will go out as other times before and shake off myself and thou wouldst not and he wist not that the Lord was departed from him but the Philistines took him and put out his eyes and brought him down to Gaza and bound him with fetters of brass and he did grind in the prison house What limited God's power in his life? What limited Samson's power in his life? Well, he was hanging with the wrong crowd, my friends. Not only was he being immoral with Delilah, but he was hanging with the Philistines and hanging with Delilah. And sadly, until uh, ending up in his death, Samson didn't get his power back. And he died as a result. When we hang with the wrong people, when we don't live a separated life, we limit God's power in our life. We do what we when we when we don't do what we should do. When we do things we shouldn't do, we limit his power. When we have pride in our lives, we're not humble, we limit his power. When we have a lack of faith, a lack of believing God, we limit his power. When we hang with the wrong crowd, we limit his power in our lives. 2 Corinthians chapter 6. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, if you would. Get it myself here. Second Corinthians chapter six, 
verse 14. We'll start there and says, Be not unequally yoked together as with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion hath light with darkness? And what concord hath Christ with Belial? Or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. And as God has said, I will dwell in them and walk with them. And I will be their God. And, and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord. Touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. And I will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. Traveling with the right crowd, he talks properly here, traveling with the right crowd, and walking with God. This will take that shackle of, of God in your life, and he will show you through his power what he can do with a Christian. D.L. Moody, I forget who he was quoting, quoted from another pastor, said, The world has yet to see what God can do with a man that is consecrated fully to him. I believe that. The world has yet to see what God can do with a fully consecrated man or woman, for that matter. That's truth. There's a story of a, of a man. I don't know if you all know the name Adrenarm Judson. <clears throat> but he hang, hung with the wrong crowd when he was young and almost went down the wrong path, drinking and, and carousing and really just left what his calling he thought was, and that was to serve the Lord. And when he went out into the... Uh, uh, you know, with his horse, he was going to go take a trip. He ended up in a in a um, a little inn, and they said, "Well, you don't really want to sleep here. You don't want to sleep here because there's somebody dying in the one room, and he is really making a lot of noise. You will not sleep." He said, "I'm so tired. I'll take it. I'll take it. Would you please give it to me?" So they did, and they were right. It was very loud, but all at once in the middle of the night, that just stopped. Then he went to sleep. When he woke up the next morning, he talked to the keepers of the inn and said, Did the man pass? I noticed it got quiet. And they said, He did. He said, Do you know who he was? And they said, Oh, yeah. His name was Jacob Eames. He was an atheist. He is the one, when Adoniram Judson went to school, that influenced him to walk in that wrong path. He's the one that died screaming about, uh, about God, even when he heard him screaming in the middle of the night and died shaking, screaming. Judson got on his horse, went back home, got his life right, went to the mission field and became one of the greatest missionaries that we know of going back into well, what's called Myanmar now. Hanging with the wrong crowd will limit God's work in your life. 
hanging with the right crowd, will allow his hand to move in your life and he can use you. Want to be used? Make yourself usable. My mom always said that. So doing what God wants us to do or not doesn't want us to do or, or not doing what he wants us to do will limit his work in your life. Pride and not being humble will limit his work in your life. A lack of faith, believing in God, will limit the work of the Holy Ghost in your life. Traveling with the wrong crowd will limit God's work in your life. Do you know what? When you walk with the Lord and travel with the right crowd, do what he wants you to do. He will make himself known in your life and people will actually see God's hand on your life. And you will unshackle him to do with you what you really, in your heart, if you're saved, desire. Well, just a few verses there. I hope you got something out of that. I, 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 uh, I enjoyed going through this. I really did. How we can really work against stopping God's work in our life. Many times we do that, don't we? Well, I hope you all have a good church service tomorrow. This is late on the Saturday night. My grandkids are out sleeping in the living room. And I wanted to do this tonight. And I'll send it out tomorrow. And I pray that you have a good service tomorrow. And if you would, pray for a man named Ed and a lady named Cindy, if you would. They are, they are sick. The COVID got to them both, and they're recovering, but it's slow. So if you would, would you pray for them? And then my daughter, if you would, her name's Skye, would you pray for her? I appreciate it if you would. I think prayer works. I really do. Well, let's have a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray, Father, that you would just help us as we went through your word today, that it would bless our hearts. And I pray, dear Lord, that you would just... Uh, be with each of us in, in church tomorrow and that we would see the spirit move and do a miracle tomorrow, Lord, and we would feel your presence even tonight as we prepare our hearts for the services tomorrow. We ask these things, Lord, in Jesus' name I pray. We love you, Lord. Amen. Well, I hope you all have a great week and please don't forget to witness to some poor lost soul, would you? God bless you.